Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, and I am joined, as always, by my uh, good friend and other co-host, Jordan. Hello! That's Jordan, and today we are here to talk to you about a video game by the name of... uh, Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna botch this. I'm probably not gonna botch it, but I'm gonna say this in an embarrassing way. You guys ready? Peta Rimubu. All right. This uh this is a game by a Japanese creator, uh, and the title is in Japanese, and the web page that is on is in Japanese. So Jordan mm-hmm. and I got to deal with some fun Google translated web page. Yes, we and did. All of we'll. all of the text inside of the game is in is in Japanese. Luckily, very uh, light on the text. This game. How, what was that? Very very little text to be had in this game, anyways. So yeah, there's not a ton. Okay. Uh, and also, luckily, I know a little bit of Japanese. Uh, I can read just enough to sound out what most things uh in this game said if i could uh take a picture and look at them for a moment it's like i have the reading comprehensive abilities of a japanese four-year-old and uh you do no i was saying that's what you're saying oh uh yeah probably not even that well maybe reading capabilities yeah definitely not speaking capabilities yeah sound it out sounded out that's true I, mm-hmm. I definitely read slow although i'm getting better i've been practicing so but all of that is mostly uh <laughs> beside the point uh today we're here to talk to you about uh the, google translate calls it pedal remove but i think that's just some like auto translated shenanigans i don't think that that's what this game is actually called i think yeah, it's just called, you're not removing any Google. pedals although you are you are some kind of like flowery thing that could feasibly have petals i was also wondering if the word petal maybe like the word for a flower petal in japanese has a more broad uh meaning in the way that Uh like the limb like a tree limb can also mean arm so so like frankly i have no idea so maybe the japanese word for petal can also just mean like appendage or something um well, so I don't, I don't know exactly because pedal, like the the text or the the title is in uh, katakana, which is the uh, the alphabet used for oh, right. foreign language words. So feasibly, it could like say pedal remove, or it could be I don't know a word from some other language, or it could be a made up word. Uh, frankly, That's there's not true. really any way of knowing. So um, maybe not a ton of value in. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure that out but uh i do want to say this game is by uh again the 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 name is written in japanese google would like to uh tell me that the name is zero nil nil uh but looking at it in uh in kana it says shiro niru niru so i don't know if that's a handle if that's a name frankly i have no idea i've heard of the name shiro before as a first name but also japanese they would generally write the last name for anyway <laughs> all this to say i don't know well but if it's a um, if it's a username uh then you know it could be like the equivalent of like you know blake some random word yeah you know, yeah so. as i said it's uh it's it could very well be a handle there's not really uh you know blake boy 9000 that could be oh no, god <laughs> so this could be something like that yeah um, um but anyway yeah. um uh, it is so what this game to, actually is uh oh well even before that i wanted to ask okay. you is this this is our first not english language game right i mean i guess i feel like have we had in, any games with like 
Certainly, this is our first game without any English at all, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like we've played games from maybe... I, we've definitely played a game that was like... We've played games by people who are English yeah, is not their first our, language. Yeah, um, and definitely we've played games where the English in the game was not like the best. Um, sure, but sure. I think most of those have come from Europe where most people have like yeah. some understanding of English. And like mm-hmm. even in Japan, a lot of people have a... Uh, a, a basic understanding of English, unlike in America, where, <laughs> where most everyone don't know doesn't shit. even have a basic understanding of English. <laughs> Zing! Ah, got him. <laughs> got him. Um, but anyway, I, I actually am glad you brought that up because this is definitely the first game we've played, uh, as far as I can remember, from Japan, like made by a Japanese person and presumably for a Japanese market because all the text in the game is in Japanese. And I actually... Uh, did uh, a non insignificant amount of my notes are are uh, were sort of like pondering about the the Japanese indie game scene and uh, whether or not it's uh, a big scene or, or a small scene or the reason that mm. we haven't heard of it is because uh, they don't share an alphabet with us and so it's just harder for the the transfer of games like sure you wouldn't you wouldn't use itch if you couldn't read the language that itch is presented in right yeah um on a basic level like if the letters just look totally foreign to you why would you use that so i'm curious if there's like actually a really healthy sort of uh japanese indie scene that we just haven't been exposed to thus far on the show or if it's um you know, a smaller scene. And well, there's this entire website that the game is hosted on that I've never seen before that seems to have a ton of games. It's called Unity yeah. Room, which I don't yeah. know if it's like all these games are made in Unity or if that's a completely different reference. But yeah, yeah. I could not tell you. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, there certainly is not, there certainly are, you know, uh, game world. You know, we've already uh, explored the Australian indie game scene. Luckily, uh, we share a language with them. Now I guess yeah. I guess we're venturing into the Japanese indie game scene. You know, yeah, tr- honestly, true global I'm, citizens of gaming. I'm I'm for it. I I, I was yeah, thinking, like, man, we should play more Japanese games, uh, because or and more games from all over the world that maybe uh, challenge our uh, <laughs> our abilities to understand like the actual <laughs> text in the game. But uh, yeah, it did it did just playing this game had me thinking about how all of the games we play sort of thus far have been either in English or uh, close enough that we can mm-hmm. understand them or language is not a key component. Um, it's like, hmm, maybe we should get outside our bubble a little bit more, play some <laughs> more weird stuff, which is not hey, something I expected. Hey, one of our just, very first games was by an Ecuadorian designer. Yeah, that's true. We played a few games by Julian Cordero. Shouts exactly. out. Shouts um, out. And they actually have made some games in uh, all the way in Spanish. I think their next game will be all the way in Spanish, but uh, that's beside the point. That is not this game. Let's let's talk about uh, the the game at hand, Jordan. Uh, what are your oh, thoughts? Oh, actually, Where do you start? I just noticed on um, on uh, the tab name, Google mm-hmm. has translated it as Pedal Move. Well, I so I I saw that as well. It's just because the text got clipped off. If you change it back to uh, Japan <clears throat> Japanese, excuse me, it's it says the same thing. It says Hitani Mubu. No, I'm sure it says the same thing, but the trend that's, but that doesn't, maybe the one of them's a, a better translation than the other. Like, 
Well, yeah, I don't know. The the katakana are the exact same. No, I totally. I, I don't think the names are different in Japanese versus mm-hmm. the tab versus that. I just think probably for some weird reason, Google's translated yeah. them differently. Okay, anyways, yes, yeah, so let's talk about what this game is. So, super simple. You are mm-hmm. this uh, orange blob with four <laughs> limbs, and mm-hmm. whenever you click, your limb shoots out like a... It reminded me of those those rubber ha- things you'd play with, you'd get from like... Yeah, the uh, sticky, the the sticky pizza, hand. With the sticky hands. Yeah, uh-huh. like imagine if you... Four of those were your limbs, and that's how you moved. It shoots yeah. out, it sticks to any surface, um, and then uh, by doing that with all of your limbs, you move through the space. Yeah. Did well did you never have the the sticky the sticky hand man where you like throw it at the wall and it's like uh I don't know if I did. Two sticky legs and two sticky arms that are made of that sticky stretchy stuff and you like throw them at the wall and then it like flops over on itself down the wall as the arms become unstuck. Yeah, like a slinky almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you know it has a very similar I think you've just discovered the inspiration for this game. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's got a very similar sort of like rubbery uh sort of like sticky uh stretchy vibe to it yes Uh, and there's a lot of like uh moment or not not a lot of momentum but there's a non-insignificant amount of uh momentum on the little uh like the main body of your little Mm -hmm. uh critter who kind of reminded me of the uh god what's the caterpillar enemies from mario's with the big mario's from mario with like the orange face and the big red nose and the little black eyes. Oh, I don't actually know what those are called. I I know what the, I should know what it's called, you but should I don't know. remember. Well. Yeah, I played a lot of Mario Maker, but I don't remember what those are actually named. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, and you you kind of basically the way it works is so you have four limbs and you start by shooting one out, and then your your uh the body will sort of get pulled toward that limb. But then mm-hmm. you shoot out the other three and the movement of your body is affected by the position of your three legs that are staying in place and the leg you're moving and they sort of cycle through. So yeah. as you click, uh, you'll say you'll move leg one, then leg two, then leg three. Uh, and then when you go to do your fourth move, leg one will be moved again. Yes. Right. So yeah. Um, so you, you don't actually get to choose which leg you're moving whenever you click. Mm-hmm. It's just whichever it just, one is next in the, the cycle. And then it yes. repeats. Which, which comes into play uh, later on when you kind of need to have more fine control of your movements. Yeah. I guess not even later on. After like the first, the checkpoint, first checkpoint in the game. Yeah, so the, the primary of, obstacle of this game or the way you lose is if your your body hits the wall, uh, you you die and go back to a checkpoint. So the goal is yes. to, to kind of keep yourself suspended uh, like s- this strange Spider-Man thing uh, <laughs> with your with your body in the center of the of the like corridor you're moving through uh, mm-hmm. while your limbs are you know, the floor is lava basically and so is the ceiling uh, and the walls. Is lava. <laughs> Surfaces are lava. Everything that surrounds you is lava. All of your life is death and destruction. Well, actually, the floor. <laughs> another reason why everything is lava is there's not. R- meaningfully an up and down in this game right because like mm. because you you're right i don't think there is there gravity uh the, i don't think there's any gravity yeah, uh like I don't think so explicitly but it's just the uh, momentum I mean, of your sticking yeah and also it's it's definitely there's implied uh you know orientation because if you, they're in the background there's like mountains and stuff oh sure, sure. upward but yeah you're right that the i don't think that there's any yeah. gravity affecting yeah. the th- your you this character. game could just as easily be framed as 
though it were top down as rather than uh, side view. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, totally lost my train of thought. Well, I'll get on the train then. Yeah, yeah. Um, hop on the train. Jordan. Hop on the train of Blake's thought. No, just kidding. Uh, so I so obviously you know the the absolute core of this game is the movement. So I wanted to just take a a minute to talk about how the movement feels. Uh, so we mentioned this at the end of the last episode um, when we, we we were talking about why we decided to play this game, and it's because when I first opened it up and played it for like 30 seconds to a minute i just found something <laughs> like uh ad- like addicting about the the movement in it. i just feel i don't i, I don't know if you want me to tell the listeners what you said uh you i don't remember, remember so no i'm just i'm gonna play it safe and say no i don't want you to <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say that's the right oh, choice no. <laughs> okay good um but it's just like something they're so satisfying so each i think like every part of the movement is very satisfying. First of all, just the like mm. the way that your arms sort of like shoot out like Spider-Man's web, uh, uh-huh. that is very satisfying. Like just yeah. something really satisfying, I think is the word, uh, about uh-huh. like your your limb going straight towards where you choose and like the way it shoots out, the momentum is really mm-hmm. good. Um, and then uh, once you get into like a walking pace because you're moving pretty quickly uh, in the mm-hmm. beginning, um, you there's something about the like way you're jumping out each arm that Mm -hmm. is also just feels really good. Like it's like you're walking, but you're walking in like, uh, yeah, there's a rhythm to it. Yeah. There's, there's a rhythm to it Mm -hmm. uh, that feels really good as well. Um, so, uh, I feel like this, this game's movement, um, uh, you could, you could have made very different games based on the levels that you, um, are required to traverse with the movement just because I uh-huh. feel like the movement is such a, there's so much depth to it. Um, sure. Like the, the yep. way the game is in this it's pretty short, it's only 15 or 20 minutes to get to the end. Um, sure. Is it, it, uh, it feels like a bit of, you know, kind of platformy in the sense of like, you're trying to, you you're know, moving from left to right and left to right points. and avoiding obstacles. Uh, you're not jumping, mm-hmm. but you're you know moving laterally. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, a little bit um, in some of the more finicky parts of a, a sort of puzzle platformer vibe because you're like trying to figure out how to how to you know thread the needle and in, in parts sure. of it it's quite hard because the passageway you're getting through is very small. Um, mm-hmm. But the I I think that there it would be fun to have just an open world to be able to move through uh, with this. Oh like, yeah. Like I just think the the movement it feels so good that uh, like that almost carries the game by itself. And maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I did actually think that the, um, the, the sort of tight narrow spaces that much of this mm-hmm. level asks you to traverse through, um, mm-hmm. kind of went at odds with like what felt like the, you know, the natural way of, mm. of moving through the space. Um, like the, well, some, something mm. about the movement just made me want to like go at top speed and just be like flinging my arms around Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and the the finicky uh, corridors, I didn't feel like worked as well. Oh, that's that's interesting because for me, part of the depth came in how you traverse those uh, narrow spaces. Because I agree with you that it is fun to move uh, quickly and sort of be, uh, you know, shoot clicking up above, down below, up above, down below to kind of get this like diagonal mm-hmm. 
like up and down quick forward movement but i actually really liked the moments when it there's sort of a heat check that you finish this uh, you get the first checkpoint which you're you're just kind of like getting a basic understanding how the movement works Mm -hmm. and it pretty quickly starts putting you in these like tight corners where if you are trying to move super fast you're just gonna uh, because your character has uh, momentum uh you're gonna smack into the wall um yep and so you start having to employ uh, a trick that like it seemed kind of counterintuitive first. I don't know if you ended up encountering the same trick or this is maybe why you were frustrated in the narrow parts, but it ended up being super advantageous to uh, shoot a limb. Uh, so say I have, I have two limb. I have a, I'm, I actually, I don't think I'm actually going to try and <laughs> explain the situation because I were think you're going to say shoot a limb backwards or like, yeah, you shoot it. Yes. You shoot a limb slightly behind you. So uh, yes. And you won't actually yeah. move very much at all. Yeah. You're just getting that limb get closer to you so that for, the tension of that limb pulling yeah. you back is gone so that you don't get launched extra yes. like your momentum. Cause it's kind mm-hmm. of like rubber band like, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you have a limb, a limb that's stuck way behind you and that's the limb that is going to detach when you click again to move your next limb, then you'll, you'll have like the sort of elastic tension of that limb will mm-hmm. add to the momentum that you have going forward and you'll kind of like shoot way too far forward. Um, yeah. So that could have been part of the reason. Cause I didn't discover that till I had already gotten through the initial skinny passages. Like it oh, didn't, didn't occur to me. I wasn't focusing very much on like, like anchoring yourself in place. I would say yeah. it's like kind of how it feels like, mm-hmm. um, you, cause just once you get a feel for how, um, the, the motion works, you start to, to get more strategic about where you place your limbs. Although another design thing I will like very minor thing I'll say about that is that I think it would have been very convenient to have some visual marker of which limb is going to let go next Mm, uh, because, uh, because it's very easy. I mean, they all look the same and there's no like orientation of your creature. Your arms are just all over the place. It's very easy to lose track of which limb is going to be the next one to let go. And sometimes in those tight spaces that really matters. And so something yeah. like just even a, like slightly change the color, like it turns reddish or something would be sure an easy way to do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree that that might uh, be helpful. And also like where exactly your next limb is going to shoot to based on your cursor, because sometimes oh, a little bit, yeah, uh, sure. it'll like hit a wall that was in front of where like the straight line from where you click. That's a, that's a more minor one. Um, but I do kind of want to push back on that saying that like, Oh, I like, or I guess I don't want to push back. I just, uh, disagree that the slower sections, uh, were not fun for me. It, it, uh, it added a little bit more problem solving and you had to be a little bit more thoughtful about the placement of your limbs in order to get through, which I actually really enjoyed and had to think more about like the sort of physics of, of the situation made it feel a little bit more like a, like a physics puzzle game. It's, it's possible I got a little ahead of myself there. I'll, I'll say two things. The first thing is just that maybe it's not that one is better or worse, that, but that it's v- two very different ways of relating to the movement. Almost feels uh-huh. like two different games, like mm-hmm. a more puzzly game and a more platformy game. And then the other sure. thing I will say is maybe part of the issue is just that I felt like the, the music really encourages you to move quickly. <laughs> 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 which is maybe maybe a, a personal inability a personal to drown, drown out the music when I play. But uh-huh. uh, just right in that opening uh, sequence, and also um, later on the sequence when the, the walls are moving, it was mm-hmm. I felt this way a lot as well. But just like walking to the beat, uh, 
so great. I, I don't know what it is about yeah, the, it's, the, the, it's, the precise physics of your limbs and the precise uh-huh. beat of the music when they when they're aligned. It just feels really good. Yeah. Well, well, like I said earlier, the 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 movement has a very specific rhythm to it. Yes. And uh, in order to match the rhythm of the music, you have to be moving kind of quickly. And in yes. those moving sections where the 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 things you are sticking your limbs to are in motion, it actually works really well because you want to move quickly. Yeah, in those yeah, totally. moments because the longer you let your limbs stay there, the less you know where your limbs are going to be and where you're what direction you're going to get pulled in. Um, yeah, but I actually I, I do want to say that, like, I think all of this has to do with one of the big points I want to say, which is that this game gets a lot of mileage out of like every piece of its design, basically, uh, I yeah, think from totally. both like a visual, a visual standpoint and a gameplay standpoint, uh, this game is like pretty simple, but it, mm-hmm. it gets like the, it, it gets the full everything. It, it really rings out everything out of all this for a game. That's, you know, 20 minutes long, right? Yeah. Like, so you're, you're basically like a ball with another, with like a little oval on it and like two little eyeballs, uh, and you just have these like little wiggly limbs. It doesn't, it's not like in and of itself, it's not a very expressive looking character, but then in motion, the way everything moves around, like the, the bounciness of your little stretchy arms mm-hmm. and the, the way the, uh, eyes and nose, I mean, they're just circles. They're not even really animating. They're just moving around in front of each other to yeah. sort of give the illusion of, of animation. And this, yep. <laughs> all of that works just so for the presentation to just like, be really yeah. appealing it's it's super simple but it's so appealing and uh and uh, i i would say similar things of the the gameplay it's that it's just like oh i click and i shoot a limb out and then i move toward that limb and uh it's yeah. it all comes together to be uh quite a lot more than the sum of the parts yeah. i think I, I yeah i felt like the the avatar just has a surprising amount of character to it for being yeah. for being like four colored limbs and some eyes. It just yeah. it has it feels like it has personality, like this little goofy, lanky dude trying to like stick on yeah. the walls. Uh, in uh-huh. the way that like, you know, the best video game avatars have like character and personality in there, you know, just even at the level of movement, you know, something uh-huh. about the way Mario jumps, it just uh, you can like feel his like you can all even if he's not saying anything, you can feel him say Yahoo while he sure, does it. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, that like sort of like goofy joy that he has. Uh, yeah. I felt like the 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 feeling of like, um, I would describe this character as like uh, eager and clumsy. Like he, it is both, sure. both like, like eager to zip around, but also never like fully in control of its movement. Like it, you yeah. know, it kind of. Well, it moves slightly where it didn't want to sometimes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the thing that's amazing about it is the vast majority of that character comes from basically, I think you would probably refer to this as like procedural animation, which basically means yeah. rather than explicitly adding keyframed animation, you yeah, use yeah. the physics and input of the player to sort of like approximate some animation uh, in, in AAA or most games. It's uh, not super common. Uh, but there, I'm actually glad that I, I didn't think of this until you were talking about the character just now, but it actually reminded me of the game. Did you ever play grow home? Oh, that sounds so familiar. Remind You're me like this you little do. robot climbing up a big plant into space. Oh no, uh, I never, so I never played it, but I know exactly. I've seen videos of it. I know the game. Yeah. So, so that game kind of the whole thing is that your entire player player character is all yeah. uh, procedurally animated. And it has like, like you said, it has that sort of eager 
and goofy quality to it yeah that, uh, i think it absolutely shares with uh with, with this, this game, game yeah. here i totally where see it's that. like it's the the parts are very simple but when they move in this sort of like it's natural but in also like it's like mathematical and natural sort of meeting in the middle at this like weird yeah uh, sort of like ambulation is that a word ambulation yeah ambulate so. that's a word right ambulate um, definitely is so okay ambulation would um be the, the yeah. sort of like the way your little character ambulates around it just has like this springy bouncy but also sort of like uh teetering on the edge of control it's like it's like a a, a step or two down from something like quap where you're like really sure. fumbling around and you have no control but it's like your control is uh you're controlling uh the feet not the body whereas like most games yeah. you're moving the center of mass of whatever your character yes. and whatever and animations or whatever are that are animated, happening yeah. around it are sort of incidental um whereas this game and uh you know there's a certain there definitely is like a class of games where uh, this is the case but yeah there's there's a, a shocking amount of like charm and fun uh from just like even just sitting i have it open right now and even just like wiggling the mouse around uh like the your hand that is going to shoot out next kind of extends outward uh and has like a little wiggle to it as you wiggle the mouse it's very funny to watch and it's just yeah. it's got a lot of personality for something so simple it actually that actually reminds me of something i wanted to test mechanically but didn't end up getting the uh just didn't occur to me was um uh, so he does move as you uh like a little bit trails the the arm that you're in control yes. of at a time uh-huh. does uh if you bump him into the wall while you're doing that because you know it moves a little bit uh will he will, die will he die um i don't know let me try and see if i can force that situation eh. i don't think he would i don't think he'll do it i don't think so i'm i'm pretty close to the wall here and he won't hit it but it's kind of hard to tell huh um very intriguing yeah i don't know i, don't that, know, I think it, i think if not that was a good decision because it, it's sort of feels like something that's supposed to be more like about feel than about actual mechanics so if it was like while sure. i'm aiming i killed myself that would be frustrating yeah um, it would be um for sure uh so another part of this game that i i found quite enjoyable was i mentioned this already when the walls start moving and i thought that was oh, a sure. great moment of uh you know iterating on the mechanic because you, you've gotten all used to being this you know sticky boy who's uh trying to <laughs> trying to traverse uh everything and that's you know totally unexpected but then the, the very first time that i you know i shot at one of those things and it started moving and i it was just yeah. like stretching me across the you know your arms yes. keep stretching uh first mm-hmm. of all it was very like uh it's just very amusing to see yes. see your limb just like stretch uh seemingly sure. without limit um mm-hmm. but then also it really adds another layer of uh consideration uh to to how you place yourself and i i you know this is a very short game but that, that was another moment where I was like, wow, you could make a, you could actually make a very long game based on this mechanic sure. that would be, yeah. be really fun, you know, really complicated, like, like, uh, moving walls where like you actually have to latch onto something and let it move you in order to get through something. I can uh-huh. see that being really interesting. Yeah. I, I will say it was, there was a moment of, uh, of glee when I latched onto something and it started moving. Cause I, I yeah. mean, part of it was, I think I had been, 
uh, like sort of sucked into the game enough that I wasn't thinking about what mechanical additions would come next. Yeah, which totally. I, I, that in itself is a pretty, uh, pretty powerful compliment. Uh, but then to have, to have the thing suddenly start moving and be like, ah, of course you would have like the wall start moving yeah, uh, in a game it makes like total this. Sense. Yeah. It was, it was it's all about attaching a, to the walls. So what do you change? You change the yeah. walls, make them yeah, it was, have different behavior. It was, it was a very fun moment and it, uh, yeah, it, it's, it was like, oh shit, but also that's great. <laughs> yeah. It starts, it starts making you think about all the other like, uh, genres of movement that, uh, you could give to a wall and how it would, it would change the game. Like, yeah, if, like, sure. like, like I could see like a, a door situation where like the wall opens and closes very quickly. Um, mm. That could be interesting. Yeah. Or There's even all, like, here's a wall you can't grab onto. Yeah. Like it's figure out your way around rubbery it. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, what else? Do you have anything else about this game? Not really. I mean, it was, it was a really simple succinct game but uh yeah it, i would use the me a lot of joy oh we we haven't we we did talk a little bit about the music but we didn't explicitly say that it slaps uh but it, it does, does. <laughs> it definitely so does <laughs> just got one little song that loops and guess what that's all you need baby that's all you need is that one song it's great yeah it is super good it feels very like it felt kind of arcadey to me um yeah well, yeah a little yeah it's got that kind of like it's got kind of like a dance music type of rhythm that's yeah, like totally. kind of feels like an arcade game of like uh all right the song's just going to play and you last as long as you can. Yeah, and you see know, it does have a dance rhythm to it. That's another reason why I felt like well, yeah. I, I needed to sync my limb movements to the to the music, you know. Yeah, I was the music say was earlier, asking me to. It's got a four on the floor like yeah, type beat. So it definitely like yeah it's i i i'm not gonna fault you for we're for feeling like you wanted to move to the rhythm sometimes uh, the, mu- the music just speaks to you and i can relate yeah. to that you, you know can, you must blame the music not the not the player um yeah. i i do actually want to say that i did just uh i was tinkering with the the game just now because i wanted to do one final check on if you could kill yourself by uh moving like while you're mm-hmm. locked in place uh you can mm-hmm. i did uh so if oh. you so the the movement of your character body uh, when he's following the limb that you're aiming with is is like mechanical. It is part of the game. So interesting because huh. and I I actually the way it happened it actually made me realize it may not be as annoying as I thought because it's also like it also gives you a bit of a cushion right because you can sure because if you reach in the opposite direction, direction of the wall you're which about you to pro- hit you it can probably save does actually cushion the player more often than it penalizes oh, them because you're probably going to be leaning away from the wall because your next yeah. shot is almost definitely going to be away from the wall that's closest to you so yeah oh interesting yeah huh, that's fun yeah it's that's a, it's that's... actually it is a little cleverer than i was giving it credit for sure yeah. yeah um did you have any other comments or can i say one last thing well i wanted to read uh one of the uh the user what? comments uh Oh, oh, you want it? You can, you can, uh, uh, you can read that. Well, here, I'll do, I'll say, I'll do my thing first, okay, which yeah, is just go. that, uh, on the, on the final page, since it was static, I could sit and translate. I've been working on my, uh, reading Kana. So I, this was actually great practice cause it's in a uh, sort of stylized font, which I'm totally not used to. So it's a kind of fun way to try and f- uh, figure out the symbols. So there are a few things I tried to read throughout, but the, the final page, uh, 
like once you beat the game it says uh in big in big letters it says go do so goal uh and then it says pure shite kurete arigato which means thank you for playing oh like, nice nice <laughs> i'm like i was like hey i can read that uh i did have to google what shite kurete mean because i didn't know but it did say pure and i was like i can read play <laughs> also the first screen stato you know i can read that <laughs> oh start yeah yeah exactly <laughs> see you get it <laughs> I um, speak right, Japanese, tell, tell, and by Japanese, I mean Japanese renderings of English words. <laughs> yeah, I need to figure out what the word for that is, because I, I, I feel like I've heard it before, and I know there is a word for, like, here's, because uh, if people don't know, in Japanese, they have a whole alphabet for foreign words, uh, and uh, often, or basically all the time, when there's a word that doesn't have a Japanese equivalent, rather than, you know, trying to fuss or muss or... Uh, you know make up some some kind of way to communicate that they just uh transcribe that word into their uh into katakana which is the the alphabet mm-hmm. for foreign words uh and it you just kind of have to get as close as you can that's why a lot of times when you hear uh like japanese versions of like english words they'll have a of an extra vowel sound at the end because uh, almost all Japanese characters are a consonant and vowel tied together. Yeah. So right. like stato, there is no, there's no concept of like just a T by itself. It's yeah. just like T followed by one of, uh, you know, the vowels. And so toe is the character that it, they use to end it. So it's sutato yeah. is how you would. Yeah. I mean, the, some degree of that is true of all languages, right? Like we well, just, sure, we sure. just say enchilada rather than, you know, make up some word for yeah. it, but it, 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 it does seem like, uh, I mean, first of all, Japanese is unusual for having a, you know, an alphabet devoted to <laughs> yeah, that specifically. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Tell people about the review. Okay. So th- I was just going through the, the, it actually, it seems like quite a lot of people played this game, you know, for a, uh-huh. a totally uh, indie game, but this review just stuck out to me for reasons you'll quickly see. Uh, so this is by Nurikin, and it says, I like the fact that my arms are stretched out and the characters pull up according to the position of the cursor. Also, I should say, this is the Google Translate, so it may yes. be, you know, clunky. This was, this was originally written in Japanese yes. and is auto-translated. This, this so is Google's, some- <laughs> Google's rendering of it. Um, At first, I thought that it was very difficult to move, and when I grasped the knack, I started to move well, and I felt as if I relived the transformation of Kafka, adapting to myself who became an unpleasant creature, but fun. I was like... I just just love how quickly it goes from, like, I like how the movement is tricky to get a hang of, but really fun. And and I also like how I had to embody... I'm embodying uh, an alien insectoid creature, you know, like Kafka. Yeah, I became a monster in my own skin and had to <laughs> gain new understanding of how to live my life. The, so I will say that I do think there is something um, not just, you know, hashtag deep about that, but actually speaks to the mechanics of this game very well, which is that the the movement is so like graspable, even as, as it is so foreign to human movement that it uh-huh. is like the perfect recipe for the Tetris effect. Uh, you know, the, mm. the thing where if you play Tetris for uh-huh. a long time, you start to see blocks everywhere. And, yeah. You know, obviously something similar is true for a lot of video games. But sure. after I finished playing this game, I watched a YouTube video and the, um, 
I, the the YouTube uh, buffering bar really looked like the limb uh, for this to me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, like I was getting oh ready to like click on the you know the wall of YouTube. I thought you, I thought you were gonna say that you like went for a walk and you were like imagining yourself shooting like out Spider Man, like Spider Man. I mean, that <laughs> sounds incredible. If, if I was you know Mister Fantastic, uh, that would be the shit. But yeah, you know, alas, but alas. Alas, it cannot be true. If only Jordan could be the sticky hand man that uh, I yes. throw against the wall and flops down. The pedal of pedal move. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, shall we tell the people about what we're going to play next week? Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, so right. next week we're playing a game by the name of High Rise, a puzzle cityscape, which is by Florian Grolig. So this is a mobile game um, playable for it looks like iPhone and iPad. Uh, so we haven't played a mobile game in a minute, although we have it's played on Android mo- as well and Android. Um, uh, we haven't played a mo- mobile game for the podcast in a minute. So we wanted to go back and do that. So this is a game, a puzzle game about, uh, basically building city buildings, building a city block. Uh, mm. so, uh, you know, trying to maximize, it looks like height of buildings is a, a metric that you're trying to, to maximize, but it looks, it looks very, um, you know, uh, abstract and elegant in a way that, uh, makes mobile puzzle games appealing, I think. So, uh, so it looks like it should be fun. So we'll be playing high rise next week. If you'd like, um, a link to, uh, uh, to, uh, find out more about that game, uh, you should follow us, uh, on Twitter at edgeguardcast is our handle. Uh, we tweet out uh, links to all the games that we play for the podcast uh, when we when we tweet out the the link to the new episode, and we also uh, tweet out the Twitter handle of the um, of the creator of the game if they if they have one. So if that's the kind of information you'd like to be getting updates for, uh, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgarCast. We'd love to have you. Uh, it's a good time if you have any. Um, uh, comments about games we played, comments on the podcast, or even recommendations for games we might play in future episodes. We'd love to hear them, so just just send us a message uh, on Twitter. Um, so we'll be playing High Rise next week, and we will talk to you then.